The Missing Light by William A. Lewis From The Black Cat October 1915 This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Dale Grothman The Missing Light by William A. Lewis Dr. Fred and I invariably spent Thursday evening of each week smoking and conversing. He resided in the north end of Gloucester, I at the south extremity. I did the visiting. One Thursday night I started for my friend's house, passing the Gorman cottage as I had done habitually. To my surprise, I saw a light in the lower windows. The night was cold, crisp, moonlit, and I started along in the middle of the hard, frosted road, well muffled, and aglow with the exertion of a two-mile jaunt. I stepped into Dr. Fred's office. He was sitting before a small, sheet-iron stove, and barely nodded a salutation. I filled my pipe, meanwhile studying the countenance of my abstracted friend. I was surprised to see the light in the Gorman cottage as I came along. Trifles prey upon us in small places, and we comment on them. Hmm, yes, he replied, yawning and stretching himself. He paused, and a sigh escaped him, broken into little pieces. George, what a wonderful, incomprehensible thing fate is. A dog barked, and somebody slammed a door in the house. Dr. Fred started and looked toward the curtained windows. I looked the same way. On the floor I saw blood and several red-stained cloths kicked into a corner. Been operating? He looked at me searchingly a moment, then turned in his chair, rested his elbow on the back, laid his cheek in his palm, crossed one limb with the other. "'George, I've got something to tell you.' He shifted like one unable to be comfortable, thrust his long, slender legs toward the stove hearth, crossed his feet, put his hands into his pockets, dropped his chin onto his breast. When I came to Gloucester ten years ago, I fell in love with a tender little woman, the daughter of a fisherman. Our union was opposed by the hard-headed father. She used to meet me for an evening walk unknown to him, her mother placing a lamp in the sitting-room window and laying the door-key on the sill. We relished our half-stolen meetings until one night, returning to the gate, the light was missing. Fearful that her father had discovered our plan and dreading his aroused anger, with my approval she went to the neighbors and passed the night. The following morning she returned home. Her father was violent declaring her absence sinful 
and shameful, ending by driving her from the house. She hastened to seek my counsel, but I had been suddenly called away. I learned she took the next train. Her mother told me she had placed the light as usual, but the oil was lower than she thought. We searched for the girl, but no trace of her could be found. Five years ago, the old man died, merciless, unforgiving, unsolicitous to the last. Broken-hearted and hopeless, his wife passed away two years later. Then the home was closed up. Tonight I was eating supper when a caller wished to see me. In my office I found Olive Gorman, trembling, gasping in the collapse of consumption. I clasped her ragged, cold, quivering body to my heart. She tried to speak, but a deluge of lifeblood poured from her blue lips. A moment later she lay in my arms, dead. We took her down to her old home. Dr. Fred was silent for a little. If there had only been a little more oil in the lamp, he murmured. I laid my pipe down, pressed his hand, and went out. I passed the Gorman cottage. All was dark. Perhaps there wasn't enough oil in the lamp. The End of The Missing Light by William A. Lewis